You're listening to the Inside Study Abroad podcast, episode number three. Welcome to the Inside Study Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Roberts. In this show, we explore the world of international education and meaningful travel with some fascinating guests, a little friendly debate, and a whole lot of practical advice. Let's get going. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And this is the third episode of the podcast. I'm so excited that we're still rolling forward. Uh, I took a week off with NAFSA being last week, as you guys can probably uh, understand or commiserate with uh, if you were at the conference. Um, I'm not sure if you can hear it in the mic, um, but I'm still trying to get my voice back. Feel in my head I sound like a man. It's not ideal for podcasting, but we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to roll with it. Thank you so much for the awesome response of the first two episodes. I still haven't technically officially launched the podcast broadly. I've only sort of let everyone know who's subscribed to Inside Study Abroad that this exists and and posted it on Twitter and things. But otherwise, I haven't really let the entire field really know that this is happening. Regardless, I've had over 500 downloads so far the first two episodes, which is is pretty amazing considering we're not a huge field. So thank you. Thank you so much for your support, uh, for listening. I am going to be rolling out the podcast as of this episode. So if you are new and you haven't had a chance to go listen to the first two episodes, def- definitely go check out episode one with Cynthia Banks, founder of Global Links, and also episode two with Brandon Lee, founder of Terra Data. They're both really great um, interviews where they dive into the story and how they got their start and the challenges, trials, tribulations, all the stuff that came up against during their careers and, and continue to uh, strive forward in the work that they're doing. So really interesting stuff there. Today's going to be my first solo show for the podcast. This will happen from time to time. I promise it won't happen a lot. But I wanted to take an opportunity this time to sort of explain why I'm launching a podcast or why I've launched a podcast, I should say. And in the future, it'll be an opportunity for me to sort of tackle listener questions and and different topics that are near and dear to my, my own expertise or my own heart, really. And so I'm going to dive in today about why I created a podcast. But before we get in the show... I really want to give a little recap about NAFSA from last week. Wow. All I have to say is that NAFSA 16 in Denver was amazing for me, both personally and professionally. This was my eighth NAFSA annual conference. I've missed the last two, so I wasn't in San Diego. I wasn't in Boston. So, And I have to say it was by far my favorite and where I felt most in my element. It's really hard for me to describe. It just felt like... I finally felt comfortable in my own skin, and I felt like my relationships were really strong with um, the colleagues I've I've met over the years. It was really nice to reconnect with so many people, and and honestly, sort of get back in touch with some of the amazing work that organizations and universities have been doing over the last few years that I've really not been um, involved with or been paying attention to because I've been sort of in the yoga space, if you will. It, it was also really powerful for me because I felt like I was representing my own stuff. You know, I was talking to people about uh, different projects and initiatives I'm working on at Inside Study Abroad. I was unveiling the Study Abroad Journal. My business partner, Natalie Garrett, and I, we've rolled this new this new project out. And so 
getting to meet with people about what we're doing and the different ideas I have and getting feedback on those ideas is just really invigorating. I I walked away from Denver really on cloud nine and so excited for what's to come with Inside Study Abroad and the Study Abroad Journal. And I had 58 meetings, official meetings. I attended a bunch of receptions. Just it's I always tell people all the time is that meetings are so great. And then the, I feel like the receptions, your opportunity to sit down with someone and chat and get to know them on a more personal level, on a more casual level even, is so powerful in both your own career, but also in moving the needle on any initiatives you have. Um, it's just really great for people to get to see you talk about things in a really heartfelt, um, unscripted way outside of sort of a 30-minute meeting in the expo hall. And so if you, next time you go to NAFSA, just make sure you try to hit up a few receptions or have just evening plans with people so that you can really, really connect on a mu- more human level. If you are uh, curious about any of those projects I mentioned, what, what I've got cooking for Inside City Abroad, definitely stay tuned to the podcast. I'll be sharing more about it later here. But also make sure you subscribe to the newsletter where I'll be announcing things there as well. So you can go to Inside studyabroad.com forward slash subscribe and you can enter your email and name right there and you'll be on the list and of course you can unsubscribe at any time so additional highlights of the NAFSA week I ran the Boulder Boulder 10k on Monday morning so that we were Memorial Day morning I ran it with Natalie again um, she's my partner in crime on a lot of things especially running a 10k that neither of us had trained for or were really prepared for we called it our, our two-hour couch to 10k training program that happened like that. We actually ran or rather a slow trot the entire time, which was honestly impressive. I have lost my Colorado superpower of being able to run at altitude. So that was a little rough for me, but we finished in a little under an hour and a half and, you know, got our, got our Colorado beer at the finish line. It felt, I felt like a superwoman running through the the Colorado football stadium there. So it was pretty incredible. It wasn't pretty, but we got it done. It made for a very interesting next few days because we were both pretty sore as well. So that was a little rough. Um, the other thing I've already mentioned, but debuting the study broad journal was a big moment for both Natalie and I. I mean, she, she works at via TRM. So she was really focused on, um, promoting them and the, the cool things that they're doing over there. And so I was the one hustling and, and, and chatting with people constantly about the journal with universities, providers, service organizations, friends, really anyone who mentioned. I chatted with a, a bartender about it um, when I was having lunch alone one more uh, one day, and I told him all about it. He wanted to tell his niece about it. So yeah, anybody who'll listen, I'll tell you about the study abroad journal. And so it was great to get some feedback, and we're so excited to get the journal into the hands of well, students in August. And we've already got a bunch of pre-orders on the website from students, and we're 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 hustling hard to, to make this happen by August. So if you're interested in learning more about it or even getting your own copy, you can go to the studyabroadjournal.com and all the information is there. You can also email me at hello at the studyabroadjournal.com and I can answer any questions as well. The other great thing that happened throughout the week was I got to meet so many Global Pro Institute alumni. If you guys aren't aware what GPI is, Global Pro Institute, it's an online professional development program that I created for emerging or new professionals in the field to help launch and grow their career. And it's it's been a really fun 
and really invigorating experience for me, even getting to connect with so many of, frankly, the future leaders of, of our space. I mean, people like me and people who have come before me, we're going to be gone in 10, 20, 30 years. And these are the people who are going to sort of take the baton from us. And so it's been a really great opportunity for me to sort of get to interact with them and help coach them to really position themselves and, 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 and land the type of career opportunities that are really passionate areas for them, but also that where they have a lot to give as well. Throughout the week, I think I met about 10 people, but I have to thank Go Overseas and Student Universe. They let me sort of bring my alumni to their reception on Thursday night and have my little reception inside a reception. It's a little inception thing happening there, I think. And it was just so great to hang out with them. So thank you to Go Overseas and Student Universe for letting me, letting me do that. It was a really great opportunity for my alumni to get to meet other current professionals in the field and do some networking, but also for us to just have a little fun. We were taking lots of photos and Snapchat videos. It was it was a lot of fun. If you're curious about the Snapchat scene, definitely go follow me on uh, Snapchat as the new Dorothy if you're into that at all. But again, thanks to Go Overseas and Student Universe for that. Yeah, so that's, you know, those are some of the main highlights. Again, see, getting to see so many friends. I, I rocked out at karaoke at Teradata. If you don't know what that's all about, go listen to the episode with Brandon Lee, episode two of the podcast. It was a really, really great reentry for me back into this space. I mean, we talk about reentry in international education and education abroad quite a bit, and there's some culture shock and reverse culture shock and just not feeling like yourself um, after you've been gone for a while. But honestly, this was the smoothest reentry experience I've ever had. So thank you all so, so much. Um, and for those of you who want to, I should have mentioned this before, for those of you who want to learn more about the Global Pro Institute, head over to learn.insidestudyabroad.com broad.com and you can get on the early bird list there. I'll be opening up enrollment later this summer. All right, that's enough of all that stuff. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode and about why I decided to launch a podcast and what you can sort of expect through the episodes and seasons to come. So a few reasons really. I wanted to produce content on Inside Study Abroad, but creating written content uh, with all the different things I've got going on. I've got another company I'm running and just all these other projects I'm working on the side, writing a lot of really in-depth, meaningful content on the blog just wasn't feasible on a a weekly basis. And so I wanted to produce weekly content that would be actually valuable to others in the field. And it's consumable and it's very movable. You don't have to be at your desk in order to consume it. You don't have to have a data connection technically to consume it. You can already have it on your phone through your podcast listener. You can listen to it when you commute and on the road. And one of the great things about my career that I so appreciate is that I have had positions where I have gotten to meet leaders in our field, CEOs, executive directors, senior international officers that frankly, if I hadn't had some of the positions I've held, I wouldn't have had access to those people. And by extension, I wouldn't have gotten to hear some of their really interesting stories. And I just remember standing at a reception one day talking to someone who's a pretty big, you know, figure in the, in the industry and getting to hear his story and thinking, why am I the only person getting to hear this right now? This is kind of unfair. This is like, it's, it's fascinating. It's so interesting to hear where this organization came from and, you know, how they built it from nothing. And I would love to share those stories more and more. And I sort of, I started doing that a little bit with video interviews, but I found that a lot of people were really intimidated by the video aspect of it. They didn't want to see their mug on the screen. Video is also just harder to consume 
consume on the go if you're commuting or what have you. You can't really watch a video. At least you shouldn't be if you're driving. So I wanted to create content that people could easily consume at their desk or on the go. So that's where a podcast came into and it just lended itself very nicely to doing interviews and sharing uh, great information about what we're doing. It's also a format I'm comfortable with. I'm kind of a podcast junkie. I love podcasting. Um, I could, I drove to Colorado for NASA and I listen, it's in about a nine and a half hour drive from Kansas city. I listened to podcasts the entire way. I didn't listen to music once. Listen to a little bit of NPR cause I've also love NPR, but mostly I was listening to podcasts about, about business, about current events, um, uh, about just sort of, um, information, you know, fun fact type of podcast, a historical podcast. I love podcasts and I wanted to throw my hat in the ring into the podcasting space. So it's another, another reason I wanted to launch a podcast. I also wanted to create a podcast because I feel like I, I, I love going to conferences and I think conferences are so great, especially for building your and growing your relationships in the field and sharing your knowledge base. But they're they're not very scalable in terms of us sharing the the great knowledge base that we have in this field. And so I wanted to create another platform, another venue where people who are doing research, who are sharing best practices, who have interesting stories, who are moving specific initiatives forward, they have a place they could come and say, I would love to talk about what we're doing in this research or, or this, this great case study of this new initiative that we started, a program type or something. And I feel like presenting to a room of maybe a hundred people at NAFSA is incredible and, and very powerful. But what if we could get that in front of 10,000 people for free? And they got to sort of learn from the different you know, initiatives and different work that we're doing in this space. So that was another uh, big reason I wanted to give another venue for us to consume content, but also share the great work that we're doing. So those are some of the main reasons why I wanted to start a podcast. You know, I find myself listening to podcasts like the NPR standards, Fresh Air. I listen to business podcasts like The Startup and Being Boss. I listen to funny current affairs shows like Call Your Girlfriend. And I think all of these, um, and I'll link to all of these in the show notes for sure, we don't really have a podcast for for this for this career field. And I just thought it was time that we had a place that we could be talking about these issues. So what you can expect from these podcasts, my goal is to produce and publish these every Tuesday. And so you should, you know, if you have I, you know, an iPhone, you can download this on your podcast player. If you're on an Android device, I recommend Stitcher, where you can subscribe to the podcast on both of those devices. And it'll automatically be uploaded into your um, device when I publish every Tuesday. That's the goal. So in terms of the topics I plan to cover on the podcast and this is you know it's obviously I'm only on episode three so that you guys are watching this sort of or listening to this in in live action <laughs> in a lot of ways it's like a reality show sort of we'll see where it goes but my idea right now is I definitely want to talk to people who are doing interesting research on on what's happening in our space from international student recruitment international student services education abroad you know people working and publishing their dissertations I mean this is the type of research that I would love to get out there in a broader way because I frankly I don't think most of us are going and checking out dissertations for the library to read them I would love to sort of chat, chat with people about what they're looking at what they're finding and what are some of the the trends we're seeing in the research space in, in our field of course I'll always be doing interviews with just general thought leaders and and senior leadership in our, in our space from universities senior international officers to CEOs and presidents of companies 
companies and everything in between. I, I really want to hear the stories of the people who are leading our, our field and, and where they came from and what motivates them and, and what they're working on. And I think that that's just a great way for us to sort of share more of our own personal stories, our p- personal international experiences as as professionals. And from time to time, we'll be diving deep in sort of how-to type of topics, advice, tactics, strategies, everything from student recruitment to education abroad, marketing, curriculum integration. I mean, who knows that, you know, we have lots of topics we can cover in this space. And I would love to to share more of that with the guests and myself uh, for the podcast. So that's it, you guys. I would love, love, love to know what you think and what what ideas you have, what what things you would love to hear more about, guests you think I need to have on. I have a lot of great people lined up for the future. Mark Lenhart is going to come on the show from CET. I've got Amy Baker from Pi News going to be here. I've also got the CEO of World Strides, the company that purchased ISA. If you have ideas um, and have feedback for me, please let me know. Leave a comment over on this episode. I'd love, love to hear from you. You can just go to insidecityabroad.com slash blog slash Brooke one and you'll find uh, the episode there. So thank you guys so much. I'm excited for all the cool stuff we have coming down the pike. Next week, my guest is going to be Mark Lenhart and I'm going to be sharing an interview I did with him a while back about how he rose the ranks through CET and it's a really, really great story. He's probably one of my favorite people in international education, so I'm a little biased, but it's, it is a really great interview. So stay tuned for that next week. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll see you on the inside. Bye for now.